G Moody live from Riverdale Diner on some good breakfast tip. But here we are just cooling out. Want to give special shout out, special thanks to all the cats that have given me well wishes on this birthday. 50 years young, want to shout out my moms and my pops, Evelyn and Hinton Moody, who put me on the earth. So it's their day. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be gracing this planet talking to you. But the podcast is flames. The people have spoken. So I appreciate it. And we're going to keep going. And we want to shout out all the fans again that give the love and also support. A lot of cats are supporting. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. That helps. Check out the reviews for yourself. If you want to support, go to anchor.fm slash g dash moody we're going to update the uh airdrop situation a lot of guys hit me up on twitter saying yo you can't airdrop your appendage another story came out that confirmed what i was talking about the new york uh, city council has gotten a lot of flack from women all over new york because guys have been basically parachuting their cocks into their phone via the airdrop feature if the airdrop feature is not turned into a receiving off you could be waiting online you could be at a subway station and if your airdrop feature is not turned to receiving off then you're open to be to have a cock parachuted into your phone and this is what's been going on all over the city i want to tell all the ladies Please turn off the cock drop feature on your phone. They call it an airdrop. But since uh, this has been going on, I have renamed it to the cock drop feature. So turn that off. So you're not waiting at Starbucks, waiting for your latte. And then the guy's like, oh, by the way, take this on your way out. And it's not like they could uh, drop it and you not see it. If you know anything about airdrop, if I send you a picture, it's gonna come up on your screen no matter what. It says allow or don't allow, but you will see it, which is the point of the flasher. Uh, I have to play something, another, you know, I'm known for uh, predicting things. I'm known, I have a history of correct predictions. It's not 100%, but it's uh, above 80. And uh, I predicted something two years ago. And it has, it has of course, come true. And um, I, I have to play what I said. And here it is. And here's my prediction. It has to be a white person to do this. They're gonna come out with a line of products and the ad line is gonna be Go Full Negro. They would never say that. I don't even know how to articulate this shit. See, they don't have the skin color. But what if you made a product called Blackface and you just say Go Full Negro? I said that two years ago and now it's coming true. We have um, something called black fishing, where white women 
are making themselves look like black people. It's all over the internet and you can see the before and after. They spray on stuff, the lips, everything. They try not to let on that they are actually uh, Caucasians and it's called black fishing. Check it out yourself. You don't have to believe me. A lot of motherfuckers don't believe me. They try to hit me up on Twitter. They say it's funny, but it can't be true. And then they come back. G U wild. Black, but no sugar, straight coffee. You stop me because your girl wanna hawk me. Chop me, clock me, watch me, mutilate the mic. Rip it apart, shatter your brain when I strike. Out of syringe, wraps the cleanser for the parts now. Damage your amateur, cause I'm pulling your foul. I was talking about Creed 2. When I saw Creed 2, I was thinking about uh Clubber Lang. I was like, how the fuck could they skip over Clubber Lang? He was a great character, and the only reason, like I'll say it again, the only reason why Rocky III was so successful is because of the breakout performance of Mr. T. That made him an international star. He got on the A-team, he had a sitcom, he did everything. He was a big part of that series. So naturally, you're gonna think like, yo, okay, the next movie, the next Rocky movie comes out. Why isn't Clubber Lang's son involved? I brought that up on the podcast, I was the first guy a lot of cats hit me back, thought it was hilarious. And then a couple of days later, Deontay Wilder, the boxer, said he wants to play Clubber Lang's son in the next Rocky movie. And Sylvester Stallone is actually entertaining the idea of actually putting this script together. I, I came out with this shit. I was the first dude to say this, and I hope I get some kind of credit. I hope somebody credits me with it because I said this shit. Check it out on episode nine. It's called Heat, because I brought the heat. I told motherfuckers what they should do. How you gonna forget Clubber? When I initially thought about Clubber Lang's son, Kimbo Slice came into my mind. He would be a, the greatest fit. He looks the part, but unfortunately he passed away. But I'm here taking credit right now, so I just wanted to tell y'all cast that. I said Clubber Lang's son, and when you see the next movie, know that I put this shit in the universe. CNN got rid of Mark Lamont Hill, the on-air personality, the political commentator. He made a speech at the UN uh, in favor of Palestine um, and said some things in the speech that when I heard, I knew it was over for him. I knew it was over. It was just a matter of time. And the people at CNN, basically what they told him, mind your fucking business. Shut up. None of that shit applies to you. I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing. Goodbye. There was no uh, negotiations. Just get the fuck up out of here. So that tells me you shouldn't even waste your time doing it if that is what's hanging over your head. If that's the guillotine that you know, if I say anything that may be construed a certain way, then why go there? And it's not like you will get a probation or a slap on a wrist. You will be fired immediately as soon as you get up from the chair. So it doesn't really make sense to try to ruffle feathers when you know that you will be fired unless that is your goal to be fired and start your own network. Then I can understand it. I was asking myself, why 
is this guy caping so much for Palestine? I, I would say, just like CNN, uh, mind your business. Do you see anybody from Palestine on uh, Al Jarisa, those networks talking about how bad the gentrification is and how it affects black people's uh, situation in America? I, I never see it. Maybe maybe some maybe somebody could help me, but I never see anybody on the world stage caping for black Americans' toil in America. I don't, I've never seen it. Somebody pointed out. So you do that, you get fired, and you must ask yourself, was it really worth it? Lounging out right now, getting some of that good wine. Just remembering back in the days growing up in Brooklyn. Just uh, reflecting. 50 is a big number. A half a hundred. That's big to be living and to be in supreme health. I am very grateful. So this whole week is laughing, eating great food, enjoying great friends. We'll give you a few stories. You know, we see a lot of motherfuckers. Um, you know, hip hop music is very popular. And uh, the MCs always talk about where they're from. So most of the MCs are from housing projects here in New York. The New York MCs are from housing projects in, the all, in all five boroughs. So you will hear them shout out their particular housing projects, where they come from. Not all are from housing projects, but most of them. So Jay-Z's from Marcy Projects. A lot of other motherfuckers from different projects in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Harlem, whatever. People come from uh, around the world. You come to see our tourist attractions. You come to see Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty, the New World Trade Center. You may go to the American uh, Museum of Natural History. You may check all that out. Nobody comes to see a motherfucking uh, housing project. Basically, it's like a warehouse for the poor. But now I've seen on Instagram, you have people coming from different parts of the world. They want to take pictures in front of their favorite rappers, housing projects, as if it's a tourist site. They want to stand there and take pictures. And I'm saying all these motherfuckers around the way, how y'all letting this shit happen? You won't even let a guy from a neighboring project walk through. You have somebody from another country lounging, taking pictures in front of the sign that says NYCHA, New York City Housing Authority, Marcy Houses. Why not set up a little kiosk? Why not shake these motherfuckers down and try to get some bread out of them and don't let them take pictures without giving you some motherfucking bread? They don't know that, uh, there isn't a fee. They have no idea. So if you and your crew just say, yo, wait, wait yo, yo, what y'all doing? Wait, wait. You got to pay to do that. They wouldn't uh, give you any flack. They would uh, ante up.
A lot of dudes try to front on LeBron James. I don't know why. How could you front on a guy? Look at Cleveland Cavaliers. He left. One guy left, right? What record did the Lakers have last year? Did they make the playoffs? No. Cleveland went to the finals last year. One guy leaves, and they're in the bottom of the fucking pit. This is the greatness of my man LeBron. Nobody can front on this guy. Year 16. He's dominating, busting these little young motherfuckers' ass at year 16. Look at all your favorite great players. At what year did they decline? 11, 12, where they was like a shell of themselves. LeBron is actually getting better in year 16. Now, if that doesn't make this motherfucker the best, number two, because Michael Jordan is the best, but if that doesn't put him in the same breath as these cats, you don't know basketball. You may dislike him because you want some soap opera shit. You want some, oh, um, I don't like that he gripes for the calls. That's called gamesmanship. You don't know what you're watching. You don't know greatness. One dude go to another team and takes him to the finals. That's it. And this motherfucker has done that for eight years. So witness a guy in his 16th year who's busting these guys ass and they're much younger than him so lebron is that dude he'll go to another team and make the finals one guy anybody that know ball know how hard that shit is how hard to play the point guard position imagine you playing the point guard and you're doing all other positions too within the game this ain't no dick ride LeBron type of shit. This is speaking basketball truth. Leave homeboy alone, he's nice. The grand finale, yours my turn to bust. So let weak motherfuckers turn to dust. If you're weak, it ain't your fault. You think you're kicking the ass and get turned into a pillow of salt. And niggas that bite me just to taste me. I make the punk motherfuckers buckle up for safety. And those that don't, they call from the flash. And scream like a bitch when he's caught in a whiplash. Yeah, man, you know, mental health is a serious thing. It shouldn't be joked about. It shouldn't be made fun of. It shouldn't be taken lightly. So anybody going through some mental health issues, make sure you consult your fam. You know what I'm saying? Your friends. Always talk. Always talk to them because these, these are the people that really care about you. So you could go to them. And also, while I'm talking about mental health, I want to talk about... Uh, my man Pete Davidson of the late night sketch comedy show Saturday Night Live. He wrote on his Instagram that he was kind of contemplating not being here anymore. So people took that to mean maybe he's considering killing himself. We don't know. So the cops did a wellness check and found out, fortunately, that that wasn't the case. He was working. But I just want to say, yo, that mental health is a big fucking thing, man. It's not to be joked about. So if anybody anybody's going through anything like that always go to your fam first always talk it out hospitals do what you got to do to get better don't let it take you out you deal with it because it's a very big issue in this country and you have to be proactive and deal with it shout out to pete davidson getting his mind right because that's what it's about mental health a healthy mind getting your mind right. Shout out to my man. Do it up. Ooh, 
on the sports tip again, we see that the LA Sparks, the dub of the WNBA, has hired, has took a big gamble. They have hired former LA Laker and former Nick head coach Derek Fisher. I am predicting a scandal. There will be a scandal in the locker room. I'm predicting one of the LA Sparks girls will wind up pregnant from Derek Fisher based on the history of him going after cats girls. We are predicting that, that there will be a big scandal in the locker room and it will be found out that he went after one of the players. Watch what I tell you. Uh, what's up, baby? I've been eyeing you time and time again. I've been trying to get a little closer, but you won't let it. Well, if I see something I want, I just go out and get it. I'm like a floozy, I'm choosy, and I don't fall for tricks. Because guys be running games like the New York Knicks. But on the square, dear, you know your style. Yeah, as we keep it going live in the Bronx, 50 years on the earth, we want to reflect. We want to go back. 50 years is a big thing. When you hit 50 years old, that's some time to look back on your life so we go back to bk we go back to brooklyn and coming from brownsville brooklyn people who are from new york or from brooklyn they know brownsville was tough growing up and some people say yo that's one of the worst neighborhoods but i had the best time growing up there with my friends we did so many good things and as we keep going basketball was a big part of my life so basketball took me all over the country seeing different things had a chance to travel had a chance to go outside of the country go to the other side of the earth go to thailand go to bangkok go to these great beaches um this is reflection this is going back it's what makes this that and the third with g moody going to college going to arizona getting out of brooklyn seeing the world seeing different cultures really forms me at 50 you always go back because it's like i said before it's a benchmark in one's life so remember the credo and the motto of this that and the third with g moody is to entertain my fellow human beings worldwide and i hope that is the case that we accomplish that Different days, same confusion. We're gonna take this hip hop shit and keep it moving. Shed a little light, now y'all blooming like a flower with the power of the evidence. Voices and drums, original instruments in the flesh, presently presenting my representation with that word. Determination with that word. Determination with that word. Determination with that word. Determination with that word. As you're going through your day, I do this as I'm going through my day. So if something arises, some ill shit arises, if somebody gets me tooed, I stop what I am doing. And I pull out the mics because I know the fans know how G Moody gets down and we continue to rock. I might be at the diner, I might be at the car wash, I might be at the bodega getting that coffee in the morning, but the mic is in my bag. So if I see some ill shit, it's coming out and that's done because of you, because of the fans. So I try to stay ready so I could be spontaneous. This, that, and the third with G Moody, hashtag the G Moody experience, experience the funk, experience the hip hop, experience the humor.
Peace. The realness.